Welcome everybody to Recovery Machine. My name's Nathan. Co-host Corey is off this week. He's free diving off the coast of Antarctica, but he will return soon. The following segments are interviews I did with people who are directly involved in the current safe supply model that's active here in Kelowna, BC. We apologize for the lower quality audio. Hopefully it's good enough for you to follow along. Next up, we have Jay. He's young, charismatic, First Nations, and he loves to skate. Let's hear what he's got to say. How's your day going? Uh, it's awesome, man. Awesome? You're skating today? Yeah, I was like skating around town and almost got smoked by a car. Well, yeah. you gotta have some element of danger involved in it, right? That's true, man. Like, like that woke me up because, like, fucking he hit his brakes so fucking. Good thing he had good brakes. Yeah. Where are you uh, originally from? Chilliwack. Chilliwack, yeah. What made you move up to this part of the world? It was a change of lifestyle, so I figured it would be different. And I wanted to. I was, like, offered to move in with a different group home worker out in Port Coquitlam where I was last. Where I last. Oh, no, where was it? Uh, Langley, where okay. I last stayed, and fucking, I decided to just like, because my last group homeworker came up here, wanted to move up here. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, uh, do you want to move up with me, or do you want to, like, I can get you, like, uh, another group homeworker if you want to stay out here in uh, Langley. And I was like, uh, I want to see what's like out in, Cor- out in fucking Kelowna. Like, yeah. So this is your, this is somebody who's kind of assigned to you to help you out and stuff. Yeah, yeah. How does that work? Is that like a is that a good thing generally? He worked with John Howard and got you a spot. Yeah. Are you in Cornerstone now? I uh, yeah yeah I've been there for a while. Okay. What's, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, that's no problem, man. Uh, what's it like being in Cornerstone? Sucks. Yeah. <laughs> what do you not like about it? What? I like that there's uh, internet and there's like there's TV and a lot of nice people like like yeah to talk to and yeah. like yeah. Do you feel like relatively safe sleeping there and stuff? No. No. Oh fuck no. <laughs> you got to kind of keep your uh, head no, head on a swivel. Oh definitely even huh. on your stuff man. Yeah. Lots of people getting robbed there, right? Yeah, exactly, man. Like, people are losing their things, and yeah. they're starting to think that they're getting robbed, but they can't remember if they lost it or they got it, or maybe got stolen. Right, yeah, so it's like a combination. Blame, and then it's like, fucking starts a whole argument, like, fuck this, I'm going outside. Right. So what's, for you on your, on your, like, just kind of day-to-day, in your day-to-day life, what's the... Uh, What's the hardest kind of thing you got you deal with, and then what's the best part of your day? The hardest thing is trying to stay unsick. You mean dope sick? Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. like, there's like a lot more strong uh, stuff in the dope, which like fucking you gotta try and keep up with now, I guess. Like, and it's fucking hard, man. Right. So they are you finding that they keep making it stronger and stronger? Yeah. yeah. Are you a uh, part of the safe supply? Like, do you get a safe supply too, like uh, dillies? Dillies are slang for dilaudid or hydromorph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you find that helps? I do, I do. Yeah. Are you getting enough of those? Or would it be better if you got more? I think 
Probably more. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. What about, like, I think they're having a hard time, like, the province is trying to figure out how to match, because fentanyl and carfentanil are so strong, and if they're doing, like, replacement medications with the stuff that we get from the factory, you end up taking, like, a handful of Cadian or, you know, a whole bunch of Dillies to, to try and get the person enough so they're not needing to use the stuff on the street, right? Right, 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 right. But um, it seems like it's kind of a challenge, and I just wonder, yeah, like, do you... like, both of them, and, like, trying to, like, have the other one try and take over and, like, like help you, like, the one that's supposed to help you. Like, yeah. Like... It's got to be hard, right, trying to find that balance? Yeah, it is, man. It's, yeah. Do you think we should keep going with the safe supply program? Like, would you make any changes to it that you could think of? What would make it better for you? Um, any changes? Uh... Like, I know they're starting to offer, they've got diacetylmorphine now here in Kelowna, right? So you could get, like, pure heroin injections would be an option. They do the patches and stuff, the fentanyl patches. That's one option. Yeah. Um, but... Fentanyl patches, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was told about that the other day, too. I was like... I think they need to come up with something that is regulated, but as strong, you know, so if you had access to something that could match fentanyl to the point where you didn't need to go out and get fentanyl, that would be ideal. But I think it's kind of, yeah, like something that was like, like safer. Yeah. Without the, you know, risk of like, like, yeah. (laughs) Like the benzo dope, the the drug. That'd be like a miracle drug. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) From what you're seeing, it, what do you think would be a good way to, to help with this uh, fentanyl crisis as far as keeping people alive? Like, is there anything else we could be doing that you think would, anything else we could change? Like, what would you do if you could change the law or change the way we do things in this province? I think I would make it, I don't know. Some people think they should, we should stop with the safe supply, shut that down, and just open up a whole bunch more treatment centers. Some people think that's a good one. More, yeah, more yeah I like that. Yeah, and like make them more and more and more uh, available. Like, like make them easier to like to get in and like 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 I know like the waiting thing. I missed my call yesterday. And I'm gonna call them. Oh, I should call them. Yeah, like right after this. Okay, so you're on a wait list right now for a treatment center? Yeah. Okay, so that's your your goal? Just thinking about it now, I'm just like, damn it. Like, they're probably going to, like, write me off. Well, you never know. I hope not. Huh. Hope not, yeah. So your goal is to get off drugs completely? Is that the idea? Yeah, but I, I also want to, like, possibly move back in with my old care work, group home worker. Because, like... We still keep in contact and he's saying that like maybe I can move back. Possible that I fight my addiction and get off of it and go to treatment and detox or detox and possibly treatment. You find it easier to work on that when you've got a support worker? I did it one time but I was on when I was doing crack and like that was I didn't, I was like there like not even like a week. And then that was when I was just doing crack, but this is a whole different, like it was hard, like harder than the hardest life I've ever fucking experienced beyond like crack. But I was like, fuck man. Yeah, it's, I've been treatment for oxys. 
I got hooked on oxys for a while and coming off of those I went I came off cold turkey on my own once and it was brutal man like I, I felt like I was in hell for yeah it took like seven days before I could even like leave the apartment and then it was a month before I could like almost sort of be normal you know like it was fucking really hard I would I would like fucking not like that I would be like the like almost like when I was in jail, like freaking, I was locked in a room, mm-hmm. and I, they gave me food and everything and water, but I couldn't fucking eat it because I was like coming down off of, uh, you know, down, and it was like, what the fuck it is, sucked. It's brutal, man. Like, rolling around, I was like, my feet were running up the wall. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, man. Like. Yeah, I think if if people understood how brutal that is. Uh, they might have a little more compassion, you know, because it's way worse than, like, I've had broken bones. I've had been through all sorts of different, you know, pain and shit like that. I've had hard stuff happen. And they gave you, like, 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 like pain medication. I was, like, probably, like, addictive, right? Like, that, like, probably liked and, like... That's how it started, yeah. Was, uh, I, it was Percocet for migraine. But I was also going through a bunch of tough shit in my life at the same time. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and that's, like, what kind of gives it that your mind that extra kick to do it i call it the hook yeah it's it's like a a link that gets formed yeah and then and it gives you and it's just like it's like going up jumping off a ledge to do it yeah yeah god damn yeah man that's deep man (laughs) (laughs) so what do you think do you think there's some people out there who like our premier David Eby, he's he's talking about uh, going back to forced treatment programs where, like, if certain people go, they're in the hospital and overdose and um, they're just going to section five them right away and they don't have any choice in the matter, they're just going to treatment. Yeah. Do, do you think there's for some people? Do you think that that's something that we should do, or is that a violation of uh, your, you know? No, I don't. I don't like anything that has to do with like just letting people go give them a few days to like fucking breathe and if they want to come back yeah let them come back like like fucking you know like they just need to breathe yeah like maybe they just want to like see their family for a bit or something i don't know like yeah i'm not a fan of the idea at all i don't i don't first of all i don't think people when you force them to go to treatment i don't think it works very well you know yeah but there's that all there's that other thing that someone else could have that position because there's not that not that much like freaking i don't know not that many uh rooms or something he's saying that forcing somebody to go to treatment might be taking a bed away from somebody who actually wants to go to treatment yeah yeah that's true um yeah i don't know how it would even work right now because i mean we don't we don't have enough treatment centers for the people who want the treatment right so what are we where are we going to send these people you know, like keep them in a, they're talking about reopening like old uh, mental health, uh, you know, like those old school asylums and stuff like that. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Yo. Yeah. Like, like, imagine, whoa. imagine you're, uh, you overdose and you wake up and you're in like this 1950s style. Uh, Locked in a, yeah, you know? a building. Yeah. You know, not not to leave. So someone told me that the, there's a building still like that, like, or something. It was shut down, but they're thinking of reopening it because of this. So I, I'm just, 
uh, to me, I think that's like barbaric, but yeah. Um, but some people think that once somebody gets far enough down the rabbit hole, they're, they're, they're never coming back anyway. So if you're actually going to try and save them, then you have to force them. And I just, to me, I would rather, I think I would rather die than be forced to go to treatment, but yeah, that's just me. Yeah. I'd rather, yeah, die than get forced, man. Fuck that. Yeah. Just thinking about it, it's like, it's like in, it's like straight up getting kidnapped, man. Like fucking like, what the fuck, man? It'd, it'd be, that's not normal. It'd be horrible, right? Like all of a sudden you've got no rights. You're like, yeah, uh, got you, no rights. You're being forced in uh, whatever medication they feel is necessary. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, sounds like a horror, horror film to me. No, I've seen something like that. I, I've seen movies like that. And yeah, they're, they're pretty freaking. Yeah, I guess they're. But I guess some of them were like pretty on like point with like what happened. Like the real life. Yeah, yeah. Not no. I mean, that's how it used to be, right? <laughs> like it was, it was. I didn't believe that till I heard it. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Like that should actually happen. Oh like, yeah, they used to lock people up, and you're basically you have no more rights. So you just treat them like. They you know. like yeah. If they, if they think you're getting out of hand, they'll fucking like stick you with a needle to like knock you out. Yeah, and you're out for like a week. <laughs> Holy crap, man. Yeah, yeah, it's brutal, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. If there's one thing you wanted people to know about uh, you and and what what it's like being you and and uh, the challenges you face and stuff, is there anything you'd like to say towards that? What it's like being me. What's it like? It's not easy. Yeah. Like trying to. Fuck, man. Yeah. Oh, it's a tough question. Maybe we'll leave it there. You could think about it a little bit next time I see you. you know? No, no, no. I like it. I like the question. Okay. It's actually fucking, yeah. Well, I just want people to know, you know, I, I want people to know that you're, you're a, a real person. You're a human being. You're just like everybody else. You deserve respect. You're trying your best, you know? And yeah, I, I think if we all viewed each other as being on the same team, that would help a lot, you know? But, uh, I like that and I'm on board with that. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Like, okay. like everything that ad that you just said was like, like, yeah, like honestly, like that makes me feel good that I think make me feel good. And like that'll help me on my fucking shit. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. But I'm an emotional person. Like fucking Yeah, me too. I don't fucking like showing it, but like Yeah. Yeah. People don't know what it's like to fucking be me, man. Like I don't know what it's like. Yeah, you know, I think that's why uh drugs are attractive for some people. Uh, it's it tends to be the people who like feel strongly. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to fucking feel strong. I'm done with like the fucking tough guy. No, I don't mean. I mean with, like the fucking. I mean, feel like your emotions are are you maybe feel things a little uh, more than other people. You know what I mean? 
Like there's people who seem to be able to walk through the world and they don't like nothing bothers them. They don't really think. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like every like, I need. And then like I'm, my, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to fucking cope with like everything that bothers me, man. And I'm trying to be like, figure out why it bothers me and like, be like, what, what was I thinking the other time? Um, how I can get it to stop bothering me. Yeah, yeah, man. I think about that all the time. Like, I, I wish I didn't, I wish things didn't bother me as much as they do. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's why it makes it hard. But Like, when people think that you're faking it and shit, you just, that's why a lot of people get angry. Like, like I get angry and I'm just like, like, Cause they think you don't, you don't actually like fucking care. You don't actually, you're not listening. Like yeah. It wasn't one year and off the other. That's not true. It's just like maybe you're just like a little tired and like you have like ADD and it's hard to like list completely like grasp onto things and like 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 hold on to like things in your head. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, that's part of it for sure. Yeah, like, I'm like, school was not, like, I was terrible in, like, things in school. But now I think that, like, like, as growing up, I've, like, matured and, like, to a point where I can, like, try to fucking, like, try to want, like, to, like, learn shit. Like, you know, like, getting a job and shit like, mm-hmm. that's a fucking huge thing i made 15 grand last summer mm-hmm. doing, working on pools and i was like i was like i have no experience in this shit and like this, this is like a, a weird fucking environment for me it's new mm-hmm. and i was like fucking anxiety out the roof but like but yeah it, but it's good to challenge yourself like that right yeah. and uh I mean, it was awesome though, man. Like, yeah, working on those pools and stuff and driving around to like far ass locations yeah. and getting paid, like, like just to drive to these like beautiful houses to work yeah. on. Yeah. Man, like yeah. these million dollar freaking, some of them are like crazy looking, man. Like, yeah, there's some nice homes around here. Their, their pools are like crazy big, man. Yeah. Like, well, who knows? It was a cool job. I wanted, I wanted to work with them again this summer, but I pledged it up by not getting clean. Yeah. Well, you got lots of time, man. And uh, you can do anything you want. I, I even still have the, the t-shirt, the, the company shirt. There you go. <laughs> I'm actually going to keep it for next summer. And, like, if I... If I I don't know, you know. Yeah. I'll be like, yeah, man, I still got the shirt, man. Ready to go. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to wear it and walk in, the, walk in there and be like, yeah, man, I worked with you guys two summers ago. Yeah. And, yeah, I stuck it. I worked with you guys through the whole summer, and I loved the job, but I fucking, I was, the money I made, I was being, uh, being, like, dumb kind of kind of dumb with it like like 
at first it was like buying small things here and there and then drinking on top of it and then fucking I don't know where I lost uh, control of uh, my, my uh, spending habits well it's a skill like anything else lots of people like I, I still have like like Versace shades like fucking GBL speaker and fucking uh, a gold uh, a gold chain that's like worth like twelve like was it twelve hundred or something mm-hmm. and like fucking there's like sitting at this lady's house that I used to stay at I just gotta go and grab my stuff but I don't want to fucking do that I was supposed to pick it up last or two weeks ago she's like I'm gonna put it outside the freaking outside the house I'm gonna leave it outside for you. Mm-hmm. Cause like yeah, you're uh, not living here anymore, so I'm just gonna leave it outside around five o'clock. And I fucking I was there a little bit late, like a little bit past. She must have brought it back inside and put it in the garage. Mm-hmm. And I was happy for that because like I was like fuck yes, that means I don't have to worry about my shit getting stolen. Yeah, yeah. Cause like I was kind of regretting like wanting all of it she's like do you want all your things and and i totally forgot i had still had quite a bit of shit and like i don't I, we only have so much stuff and so much storage yeah in cornerstone and i was like oh fuck i got it. like yeah i don't know how you has to keep your stuff under control like uh oh dude my i had way more things I, like when, when i when she dropped off like my my last bundle of clothes and shit I had a I had a, a suitcase that was like a big suitcase like that was like full of clothes, duffel bag and a backpack, and all of them were stolen. Fuck. Cause I left, cause it was it was during winter. I was at Subway, and I was with this girl, and she's like, "Yeah, we're only gonna be like five minutes," and we go to pick up, and it's been like fifteen minutes, and like fucking, I'm just like sitting there, like, like I'm just like, "Come on, man," I'm like. Where the fuck is this guy, yo? Like, come on, where is he? Mm-hmm. She's like, she's like, he's coming, he's coming. I'm just like, fuck this. I'm going back, and I ran back as fast as I could, and all my shit's gone. Ah, uh, it's like, brutal. It was, it was like I see like a trail, like with the duffel bag or the thing being pulled. I tried following <laughs> it, but no fucking. It was snowing and it covered it. And yeah. I was like, fuck this shit, man. <laughs> it was like going through alleyways, and I was like fucking and then it started slowly like disappearing I was like holy shit yeah yeah it sucked that was like I had my honestly I had my favorite clothes in it that sucks man